This is In the Know for Monday, July 10, the 191st day of 2023. There are 174 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105. I'll put you on the country station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, we're on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on Twitter and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll get you up to date on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and country. We'll get all caught up and your chance to win. That's a whole lot more coming up today. You're on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. Are you feeling all refreshed, rested, fully rested after a relaxing week away? And yeah, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not the quite <laughs> not quite the answer the answer that I expected. But mm-hmm. uh, good to get away. But yes. uh, also good to be uh, good to be home and back. I don't know about the routine, but uh, good to yeah, be home anyway. Yeah, so something. anyway, we'll get all ca- caught up momentarily. He is the five time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley at the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, rested, refreshed, relaxed, just a serene, peaceful, serenity now. Uh, <laughs> no, not necessarily. Uh, our, here we are at the uh, All-Star break. It is. Yes. The Midsummer Classic the is Cincinnati tomorrow. Reds are in first place. Reds are in first place. It <laughs> came up on the Brewers. And uh, I know we're going to recap the Reds weekend momentarily. Something very historic happened over the weekend. We'll tell you about uh, that. And then the what the KHSAA dead period is no longer is dead. No longer, it's no longer the uh, teams are Rebirth. able to, to resume with uh, just football right now. So oh, foot, just, just football, football. But you only... You, you're only allowed to have your helmet on. You can't. No pads. No nothing. That so they try to like work them back into it to build build yourself up to it. I guess it's better than nothing. Yeah, I, I presume that they recommend wearing a uniform or something, but uh, no no padding needed or or anything to the next level. You've been keeping yourself busy the last week or so. What have you been into? Anything? Anything uh, exciting to, to report? Catch up on a little bit of. Because once sports season's over, it's a lot of those little projects that get, keep getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So yeah. now it's finally trying to catch up to some of those. Yeah. Did you uh, light off some firecrackers or bottle rockets last Tuesday? I watched, you watched some, some through the because it's it thunder over Clarkson. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, was, yeah. Was thunder over Clarkson continuing into last night? No, surprisingly, this was like a first year for, that it hadn't it hadn't really gone much further than that. So usually it. Uh, yeah, the Fourth of July kind of turned into the Ninth of July in uh, some areas. I was I was actually hearing last evening, so uh, I guess they'll eventually Fourth of July somewhere, right? Run out of their run out of their supply. We spent our Independence Day at uh, Epcot in uh, in uh, Walt Disney World and got a chance to see the American Adventure and hear the Voices of Liberty actually on the Fourth of July, which is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, one of the reasons that I love the American Adventure at Epcot so much is not just because it represents the idea of America, uh, but it's because I it's where I had the honor of marching in the Reagan inaugural parade when I was in uh, eighth grade. So this would have been May of 
May of 85, the reviewing stand for President Reagan and Vice President Bush was right across from the American Adventure. And so for me, uh, when I think of the 4th of July, I think about probably one of the biggest honors that I've ever had nationally, being able to march in the uh, Grayson County High School Marching Band for President Reagan's second inaugural. And so I always remember that, and it just feels very... Uh, colonial, and if you can't be in Philadelphia or Washington, D.C. on the 4th of July, then the, the American Adventure at uh, Epcot is, is uh, one of the places to be. But we spent the entire week uh, down there in that area. That's why I was kind of joking about being refreshed and, and renewed. In ways it is because you get to make family experiences and things, but it's also a fatiguing, and it was uh, it was extremely warm. <laughs> uh, it was uh, warmer there than it was here, but uh, it was warm all the way around, so spent... Uh, time at the uh, happiest place on earth. There are a bunch of Incredibles there in that (laughs) photograph. You got uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible and then Alea and Christy Incredible there. Met some, uh, obviously, some superheroes and uh, you might probably not be surprised Alea was the most photographed over the Over the last week, and she got, uh, you know, she was, she rode Space Mountain for the first time. Yes. At age uh, seven, so she's the, uh, of our children, she's she conquered all three mountains in the Magic Kingdom at an did, earlier age than the rest of them. Did she help him find his super suit? Uh, she did. She's she's filling up her autograph book now, so mm-hmm. she's making and and this was um, you know, she's there with one of the That's, Green Army men, oh, yeah. and so it was the cool. the one before was Frozo. Um, yeah, Frozo. Frozo, Frozone. Frozone. My yes, bad. Frozone. Yes, that's why I asked if he, if she because that's his line in The Incredibles is "Where's my super suit?" Ah, okay. So anyway, it was a it was a good week. It is. I do think we have one photo that represents the level of exhaustion that one can experience uh, at, uh, at at Walt <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> uh, Thanks for sharing. <laughs> uh, Alea and Listen, I, Alea I, and I made one last pass at the Magic Kingdom on uh, Friday, only to come back to meet up with Mama, and uh, Mama is sacked out on uh, Listen, I can't what is out a very the... large couch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, I was anyway. I camped out there and and I told Alea later because she was like, Mama and I was like, You don't understand how many other mamas walked past me and they were green with envy. They were like, This mama is taking a nap. Yep. <laughs> uh, sometimes you just need a nap, don't you? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was um, one of the things was extremely hot in that portion of the country and so not that it was cool here by any stretch, but when you spend a lot of more time uh, outdoor, it was nice to come home and feel some refreshing temperatures, uh, and we're going to have a pleasant uh, period to start the week. We'll have a, kind of a quiet period, low humidity. We'll see high in the 80s, highs in the 80s, but our uh, humidity isn't going to increase until at least later on Wednesday and into Thursday. But then once we do get to Thursday, there's a pretty significant chance of rain. Uh, seven of the next eight days, and so just be prepared for those afternoon or evening thunder showers. Some of you might have seen fog this morning if you were up early enough, but that burned off pretty quickly. Mostly sunny and 86 will be the high for today. Clear and 66 for the overnight low, and then mostly sunny and 89 on uh, tomorrow will be your high. So getting caught up, you know, as I mentioned, we kind of stay... Uh, in the proverbial bubble when we're when we're away, so come home, kind of get caught up on some of the latest news headlines. I was seeing that uh, President Biden is in the UK meeting with uh, King Charles over the last twenty four hours or so. Also seeing that the United States has destroyed the last of its declared chemical weapons, closing a um, 
deadly chapter that dates back to uh, some of it dates back to World War One. But it's in Richmond that we had that uh, that Bluegrass Army Depot in Richmond where workers uh, destroyed rockets filled with nerve agent, completing a decades-long campaign to eliminate a stockpile that by the end of the Cold War totaled more than 30,000 tons. So that's not just the type of thing that you can flush down the toilet or pour down your nearest drain. That was a very complex project that took years and years, took decades, really. And they are ahead of a September 30th deadline to uh, be rid of all those chemical weapons. So I don't know what happens now in Richmond now that that's uh, completed, that Bluegrass Army uh, Depot. I don't know what happens with it going forward. But a uh, national story that has implications here at home. Uh, hearing late last week, obviously, about a police officer wounded and a man killed in a shooting at a car dealership in Bowling Green happened late last week. It happened on Thursday evening. According to the uh, state police, it happened that... Uh, their uh, critical response team was involved, and they happened, according to some news reports, at America's Car Mart. The officer suffered life-threatening injuries, was hospitalized. The man was pronounced dead at the hospital. I still, even going back to Thursday or Friday, haven't heard any specifics on that story. And I presume after an investigation, they released the officer's name. They did, and, and but he is going to survive. Yes, I mean he's in, still in critical but stable in Nashville. So I mean it. You you hope, but obviously, anytime you hear critical, there's still right. And I mean, he's in a great place to be in Nashville. Yeah, if you got to be, yeah, yeah. if you got to seek medical care, Vandy's Vandy's a good place to do it. Um, but now that I'm thinking of the officer in in Louisville, the Monday day after Easter, and then you got this officer in Bowling Green, and then we lost a Scott County deputy earlier this year, and in that case, the man accused of shooting and killing the Scott County deputy earlier has been indicted. A Scott County grand jury indicted 45-year-old Stephen Shang for murder of police officer, possession of a handgun, two counts of first-degree robbery, and some other charges. He was indicted. No surprise there. But um, anyway, um, I got an idea for punishment for him, but he'll he'll have his due process in our justice system. State police are continuing to search for a Hart County inmate who walked away from a work release. Police are looking for 41-year-old John English, who Saturday afternoon at about 1230 walked away from Kentucky Chrome Works in Horse Cave. You can see a picture of him here. He's 5 feet 11, about 175 pounds. You can also see a picture of him at K105.com. He was being held in the Hart County Jail. So if you know anything, seen anything, let someone know. Also was reading uh, this morning, going back to something that happened almost the previous weekend, or at least early in the week, I was surprised to learn that Churchill Downs has extended the uh, the suspension of Bob Baffert through 2024. Churchill Downs is extending the suspension through 2024, which will keep the two-time Triple Crown winner from entering horses in the Derby and other races for an additional year. They made the announcement on Monday, and it continued Baffert's ban at least through the 2024 calendar year, citing continued concerns regarding the threat to the safety and integrity of racing he poses to CDI-owned tracks. Can we deduce from this this move is made because he isn't quietly just taking his suspension and moving forward that he keeps kicking over rocks or keeps challenging their suspension? Do you think they're just... Or is it just that, you know, since President Biden is is the president, you can only have one 
guy who wears aviators, one famous guy, like, maybe, you know, and maybe. you can't handle two, maybe, maybe moving it to 2024. Means, maybe that means Biden is coming to the Kentucky Derby because they can't have, can't have more enough, than one. enough aviators to go around. <laughs> Another story that puzzled me from going into the weekend, or I think maybe I learned about it on Saturday, was this Bob Huggins situation in West Virginia. Uh, Bob Huggins is now trying to back up and say, hey, wait, whoa, I didn't, after my DUI arrest, I, I never, I never uh, formally resigned as coach, and in fact, I, I want my job back. Good luck with that. Which is one of the most puzzling moves that I have ever seen, uh, considering his, his, uh, pitfalls that he has been involved in and, and embroiled in over the last year or so and he's he had i wouldn't call a stellar legacy to begin with but i think he had he's all of fame he had longevity he was in the hall of fame he was you know regarded as i don't put him on the same plane as the coach k's and the shashevsky's and oh that's the same person uh the dean smith's the roy williams the john calipari's but i put him kind of a tier below that but well, still in the hall the of difference fame. between them is national championships yeah. and, and he got there he just yeah and so i i don't i think some enterprising attorney or his agent maybe spoke to he's a, just trying to get money a sober bob huggins and said Hey, if you had forced them to fire you, you would have walked away with a consolation prize. But just by bowing out and saying, hey, which was the right thing to do, by the way, um, he he just needed to. Well, it was his mistake. He made the mistake. I, I'm all for allowing people comebacks when they make mistakes and when they show remorse and all that. But I don't think now that now I don't think now is the time to come back and go. Uh, day after the event, I was kind of uh, hasty. So anyway, it just puzzles me. And so if he does, let's just say, for instance, if he were to get his job back, do they have to recall the kids that left in the portal, right? No, That's yeah, not going to happen. No, so it's, it's you cannot unring the bell uh, that cannot ring unring the bell that was. Especially that was for wrong. one of his assistants got the job, It's at least on an interim basis. So you have to imagine that what's <laughs> – I mean, he comes back and that guy has to be demoted again. Like, uh-huh. It just seems a little weird. Yeah, it is, it is all entirely weird. Well, here we are at the All-Star break. Midsummer Classic is tomorrow. As Sam mentioned earlier in the show, the Reds are in first place in the NL Central. They have one game lead over Milwaukee, who uh, they got shut out by the Brewers yesterday, but still maintain a one-game lead heading into uh, the break, the Yankees lost uh, two of three to the Cubs over the weekend. They fired their pitching coach in the process. But the biggest highlight of the weekend for me that happened on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The, I assume that the, I know what you're talking yeah, about. De La Cruz stole second, third, and home. First time in on the two ma- pitches. On two pitches. First time in the major leagues since 1919 or the just Reds. since the Reds since the 1919? Reds since 1919. Sure. And it's only the... 14th time it's happened in Major League history. And uh, I also saw the aerial photograph of him Phenomenal. sliding into home and where the ball is and where the catcher is. And that's, I, I think that that could go down as a iconic photograph in Major League Baseball history when uh, when all is said and done. It's, it just... It's poetic in a way, the way you see the aerial photo, the way that he's stretched out and the the clarity of where the ball is behind the plate and et cetera. I just I thought it was a, a really it's a really, piece really of good footage. picture. Yeah. So whoever took that, I, it could have been a drone that took it for all I know. It was um, an AP photo. It I was do know that. an AP photo. 
Sepp Straka won the John Deere Classic with the final round 62, despite closing with a double bogey. So uh, Sepp Straka wins the John Deere Classic. I think that's in uh, Iowa is where they were playing that. Illinois. Uh, Illinois. Uh, all those I states kind of run together. <laughs> Allison Corpus won the U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach for her first LPGA title. If you're going to win one, might as well win a major and might as well win it at Pebble Beach. The first time the women's, uh, that the LPGA had played a major at uh, Pebble Beach. And then William Byron won a rain-shortened Atlanta NASCAR race for his fourth win of the season. And uh, weather was causing problems in the air. They were kind of doing a throwback back to an earlier area, uh, era when Atlanta was more of a thing in the uh, on the NASCAR stop. And then this headline got my attention. A t- Kentucky man said he thought a lottery ticket scanning machine was malfunctioning until he learned he had won a $200,000 prize. The guy from Fairdale told lottery officials that he bought the lottery cash ball 225 at a uh, store on Blue Lick Road at Fairdale and returned later to scan the ticket. He said he thought the machine was malfunctioning when it told him he had won a $200,000 prize in the July 1 drawing. The winner said the news came as a shock. My heart just kind of stopped. The winning ticket bore the numbers 1, 11, 19, 29, and cash ball 22. I will tell you that if I were playing the lottery and I were to scan with a machine, and mm-hmm. a machine said $200,000, I would not believe it at first pass. I would say, no. Nah. Something, something's, something's wrong here. You expect to win two hundred dollars or two thousand dollars, but not two hundred thousand. So congratulations to him. There are your headlines. We'll get you caught up from the weekend, and uh, we got plenty more. So today is Don't Step on a Bee Day. You get one of those stingers like between your your big toe and your second toe. Like Ooh, it wouldn't be very good. It's uh, Pina Colada Day. Pina coladas first served as milkshakes. They were non-alcoholic. They discovered the pina colada flavors, and then it uh, branched out from there. It's kitten day. If you got to have a cat, might as well have a kitten. Their kittens are cute. Cats are not. And it's town criers day today, giving uh, tribute to the the newsmakers, the newsayers of yesteryear. But I got to thinking, no, we still have town criers. You gonna name some names? They're Facebook posters. Yeah, I could name some names. Uh, I could name some names that you'd know. Oh, I know. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. sure. There's probably some that I'm even friends with on Facebook I just and see. Wish they would just stick to saying it's five o'clock and all is well. You know, that's uh, would be okay with me. Seven Eleven is giving away free Slurpee drinks tomorrow. Now I recall, I think this time last year when we talked about Seven Eleven and their annual giveaway of Slurpee. I think, Sam, you looked it up, and there is, I think, one or two 7-Elevens in Kentucky. Oh, like maybe Eastern Kentucky It seemed or like maybe there was one somewhere around the center or, I don't know, could have been I-75 related. I don't think it's on the western half of the state. So I don't know how far you would have to go just to get your – let me put it this way. It would end up not being a free Slurpee. No. <laughs> you, you would spend more than it would cost you to buy a Slurpee. Mm-hmm. Or a cousin of a Slurpee. Mm-hmm. You have other options that yes, are the, the Slurpees. But do they, 7-Eleven famous for the Big Gulp too? Yes. They, they, they yes. corner the market on the Big Gulp and the 7-Eleven or on the Slurpee. I wonder why they don't give away 
on 7-Eleven, why don't they give away big gulps? Sure, you can put whatever you want in their cup, and the whoever's working the Seven Eleven desk is not going to care what you put in that. Especially cup. if you if you go at eleven instead of seven, <laughs> you're probably more likely to get apathy over what you put in the cup. Well, I've been watching the, their website's not letting me look. They're not. Okay. There's at least some in the Nashville area. The I've I've been watching um, on Patrol Live. <laughs> I discovered that it's on Peacock because I couldn't get it on Reels. You know, Live PD, they live, canceled that. Is this, live this is the rebranded Live PD into OP Live, and it's on Peacock. And so I I don't know why it is. I could just I can just watch it for hours. And yeah, I, I hear sirens all the time. Yeah, and so I just enjoy it because I just laugh you know, just at the silliness that people do and continue to, be, to marvel at um, people who are walking around among us. And they're like, ooh. The sheer is, stupidity and has, has Sheriff Chafin's been on that show yet? Not yet. Um, but I'm sure it's only it's only a matter of time. But I have noticed that the seven eleven and the the seven elevens across our landscape, whether it's a technical seven eleven or it's some other branded convenience store, how central those Convenience stores are to our justice system. It would be, there's a convenience store here in town that mm-hmm. can Ab- very much be said the same way. Absolutely. The number of interactions that <laughs> law enforcement have with like people lamp, at convenience stores. Oh, it's, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And um, and Constable Mark Stanton reminded me uh, sometime a few years ago and talking about the convenience store you're referring to, said, they have everything the criminals need. They got their energy drinks. They got their smokes. They mm-hmm. got their lottery. They got their like. And Munchies. so this mm-hmm. is the bug zapper. Yep. It's a very good analogy, Sam. This is the. <laughs> yes. You're saying, though, that since I have bought many energy drinks in there, that you're saying that because it's perfect because it's right on my way to, to the high school. So I'll mm-hmm. stop in there, swing in. Sometimes you need to pick me up before a big day. Cougar Stadium. You have seen me with a Red Bull in my hand, but probably only a couple of times. Once. Yeah. So, and, and, and if you remember, I was a little bit, was kind of like, is this your way of saying you're not okay? Mm-hmm. But it is not <laughs> it my daily, it is not da- my daily go-to. No, and I, I very rarely will drink an energy drink as well. I had one Friday evening uh, to get from Nashville to Grayson County uh, at 1030 at night. So, but Was it so you didn't look like this? It was so I so I didn't end up like that. Oh, <laughs> is the, yeah. The, that, that's, yeah, that's why that one's just going to keep cropping up, isn't it? <laughs> well, you that's earned okay. it. I you, really, you yeah, it. and and I kind of enjoy the photo actually. And and what makes it funnier is the other photo of Alea at the top where the banister is, and like she's turned back looking at you with that smile because you have finally <laughs> spotted Waldo down uh, there. Uh-huh. Because I kind of blended in with the couch. Yeah, the, from a distance, it was hard to spot, and Here's, so once we Waldo. once we once we've learned, so it's funny. But uh, anyway, so yeah, that's fun. Go to don't go to seven. Don't go to your version of a seven eleven tomorrow, and just assume you can have something like a Slurpee. This is seven eleven specific. This is not all convenience stores that sell slushy drinks. I just won't, don't want you to get. In trouble. A new study says that board games boost math ability in young children. Board games based on numbers like Monopoly, Othello. I don't know the board game Othello. Maybe you all do. 
shoots and ladders make young children better at math, according to a comprehensive review of research published on the topic over the last 23 years. Board games are already known to enhance learning and development in reading and literacy, including reading and literacy. And now for three to nine-year-olds, the format of number-based board games helps to improve counting, addition, and the ability to recognize if a number is higher or lower than another. I think I, I think I see this in play. Yes. I think uh, in our seven-year-old, I think I see her embracing the idea of math, where historically you see people go, oh, I don't, I don't like math, or I don't want to do math, or is there math involved? And I think that a competitive person who <laughs> learns to keep score at an earlier age is probably better at math. I concur. Looking, sorry, I got dis- good. distracted by Othello. It- Interesting. It, I just looking at the picture of it, trying to figure out how to play it. It looks like a version of checkers. I guess is the. It's not four dimensional chess. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think it's or wizard chess. Yeah, whatever they whatever they play. The here uh, speaking of uh, you know doing things well like math or improving. Here are the twelve habits of extremely likable people. Number one, they validate other people's emotions even if they don't agree with them. You know, you run into those people, you they you you know they're not condoning or endorsing your behavior, but they at least kind of make you feel like, well, maybe you're doing the best you can and et cetera. Mm. They ask important questions. They look you in the eye. They put their phones away. They are consistent. They don't try to elicit emotional reactions from others. Is that gaslighting? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty I would much. say so. Mm-hmm. They don't project. They speak with precision. They aren't looking to convert anyone. They focus on the big fi- picture. They make an effort to understand others, not to place themselves above them. And they work on themselves. The 12 habits of extremely likable people. Yeah, most of those make sense, I think. I really like those. 50% of people are canceling or cutting back on streaming services. With the cost of living crisis showing no signs of going away, people are now looking at reducing their spending with streaming services being one of the major areas where consumers are making cutbacks. Makes sense, but it also makes me wonder at a time where some of the streamers are cracking down on sharing and people are faced with, okay, well, now i got to pay this for my entertainment. So it's it's a curious thing. At a time where you would think more people are coming into the marketplace because they are now having to pay for their own subscription, but you're seeing a lot of people saying, eh, it's just it's just not worth it. And I will tell you, I mentioned having Peacock earlier. We don't always have Peacock, but we at least temporarily have it because there's content on there that we want for a, at least a seasonal portion of the year that kind of like you're doing, Sam, you get content sometimes of the year. Well, like my, my Apple TVs, I don't have it anymore because yeah. I watched Ted Lasso. I've seen it, and I don't need it anymore. That's right. Because there's and nothing else on there that is a worth me going through of taking the time to watch. That is the nice thing about that is the nice thing about this model, this business model. Take it if you want it. Don't take it if you don't. Rather than the old-time cable satellite setup where you were in some contract for an unbelievable period of time and you just had very few options. So you can customize it to the experience that, that you want. 
But I am looking now in order to get, for instance, to YouTube TV. Let's just say I'm trying to go to YouTube TV. Even to get to that app on my TV, I see endless content that is available or free to me. I'm sure it's ad-based. And that I often wonder, do we really need all of this? You know, do we need all of this platform? Do we need do we need a subscription to this and that and this and that? Do we need Paramount Plus and do we need Peacock and do we need YouTube and do we need Max and do we need the Discovery Bundle and do Disney we Disney Plus? Yeah, I mean I mean and the answer hey. to that one is yes. But it's they are so good because they each have their own little collection of content where you that go you want. Well, I don't want to live without that. Right, because of the list that you just mentioned, some of them I can go, yeah, we don't need that. But you would say, oh, no, we need that one. And then some of them that you mentioned that you would go, oh, well, we probably don't. I'm over here going, yes, we do. And then Alea, of course, you know, she trumps on the Disney one for sure. Yeah, Yeah. she wins. Yeah, you're not getting rid of that one. No, (laughs) that one will never go away. Yeah, so I don't know. But didn't you also buy like a lifetime membership to Disney Plus or something when I initially bought the three year? So they gave me an option at a big discount. To be, you, an, to be an early adopter. Are you at the three-year yet? Though? Yeah, we're beyond it. Okay. And so <laughs> I we're didn't, in I didn't our, know yeah. as to how long Disney Plus has been a thing. Yeah, we're renewing annually now. So, well, think of it this way. The Mandalorian has had three full seasons. So, oh, well, and see, it's I not would, that they not that I, they do one per year. I could, but, couldn't have told you that sure. how many seasons that had. I got it. you got to wait till tomorrow to get that guy to talk about that. Okay. Uh, a mother wanting to give her soon-to-be daughter a unique name. Received some harsh critique when asking for her feedback uh, for feedback online. She revealed she wanted to honor her grandparents and combine their names to create Quiftifer. Quiftifer. Mm-hmm. I am thinking this is a, a post from her. I am thinking of calling Quiftifer. I am thinking of calling my daughter Quiftifer after my grandparents. Quinn. Quinn. Florence and both pops are Christopher. I love the name. Hear this. I love the name, but have gotten mixed feedback. You think? I if bet you it get wasn't even mixed. If you get even mixed feedback on it, because you're going to have the people that, oh, that's such a good name. The but you, if you do you people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you get people who are like, then that's probably the people that you need to listen to because usually those people will support you. Listen to the canary in the coal mine here. Yeah. You're, you're, what were you about to say, ma'am? Do you like no, quif- I don't, Quiftifer? I, I'm, now I'm, I'm, I don't know what canary in coal mine means. Oh, so in the coal mines, they have a canary in the coal mines. And if the canary, the, the canary was basically the barometer for health conditions. And if the canary died, then it was assigned to get out of the coal mine. So well, if, what a terrible job for the canary. That's right. But better the better the canary <laughs> yeah. than the uh, homo sapiens. What I was going to say is I don't think I could. If if one of my friends or anybody um, said that name to me, <laughs> I, I'm very expressive anyway, but I do try to hide. Uh-huh. But I, I think I would have had worse than Sam's expression. And Sam is very controlled. Sam Quiff- rarely has Sam yes. rarely has an well, involuntary I, yeah, response. Yeah, and that one was. I Quiftifer. mean, but I, I think I would lose it. Like it uh, sounds like yeah, Sam, don't. A, a child who has a lisp. 
Yes, trying to say Christopher. Okay, exactly but that's a much, right. much nicer yeah. thought I, than I what knew, I had. I knew what your thought was, <laughs> but I also knew what his thought was. Yes, I'm not. Uh-huh. This is a this is a family show. Commenters yes, pointed out that her daughter. But she will go to middle school. That's right, and this is what the commenter said. Pointed out that her daughter will likely be picked on at school, while others called it borderline child abuse. Well, I mean, you if that's think, your mixed feedback, then it's she's all gonna negative. Be, she's going to be the child that when the substitute teacher is there doing role, the teacher will always go, here, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yep, yeah yep. that's right. <laughs> that's me. That's exactly right. This nail salon uh, video, I don't know if you've seen this, it happened in the Atlanta area. I saw it on the news the other day, and it made me laugh. Uh, this is what we've uh, gotten to, apparently. Someone in police in Georgia are looking for a man whose attempted robbery of an Atlanta-area nail salon was thwarted by indifference of everyone inside. He storms into the nail salon with his hand in a bag. He may or may not have had a gun, but he demanded money and purses and all that, and nobody moved. Everybody just sat there and looked at him like, Okay, look, our nails are wet. You fool, get out. Well, That's exactly I, yeah, right. Yeah, like, think, we're not moving, we're not making a move for anything. Like, and I think probably a portion of it, too, is that they might not, who knows how much English was was spoken as well as you true. saw some of that. But if you see the video, and it's easily found online, but when you see it, it's almost, you can see the frustration build in him, but also he becomes crestfallen, like... <laughs> This not, is not how I, I thought it yeah, was going to go. Yeah, this is not, that did not, he would have been not better any rewards. off just to do like a quick run through of the salon and grab all the purses because nobody would lean down with their wet nails in time to, that's right. to get them. I think he got away with one cell phone. I think that's what he ended up with. It was probably laying on the table. Yeah, because <laughs> you can't and touch all, that either. And of all things to grab to the thing that they can track. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The thing really that right. will the thing that will lead police to you most directly <laughs> is someone else's cell phone. You got to You got to get to a break. We'll come back your chance to win coming up. You're on in the know. Did you know? A Canadian court has determined that a thumbs up emoji is a legally valid form of signature in a contract. Interesting. A grain company called Southwest Terminal sued a farming company after land and cattle for breach of contract after agreeing to 87 tons of flax with a thumbs-up emoji. The judge ruled that the two parties had entered a valid contract in sending the thumbs-up emoji and that the one owes the other $82,000 in damages. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, if... I send you a text message of a question that's yes or no. When you send me a thumbs up, I'm taking that as yes. Absolutely. Or yeah. vice versa. I think what we I think we we diminish text exchanges to something the level of informal a a, a text response and exchange might be a $50 squabble, not an $82,000 squabble. You would think an $82,000 transaction would be more inclined to be something Formal that required something, it seems to me anyway. But now a Canadian court says, no, I mean, you entered into the contract saying that you wanted, you know, you wanted the 87 tons of flax. So there you go. Weekend box office. Um, The Insidious, the Red Door toppled Indiana Jones from the top spot. Insidious, the Red Door did $32 million. Indiana Jones did $26.5 million. Elemental is down at four. Spider-Man is down at five. So there. Have you seen you Elemental yet with her? I have not We've seen not Elemental. Had time yet. I think um, I think the girls are probably planning on doing that at some point in time. Yeah. I've not seen. 
I've not seen the new Little Mermaid yet. They have, but uh, <laughs> I have I have not. I forgot to do the water cooler question. Um, here we go. We are going to give you a chance to win. What should we give away today? Um, Kentucky well, I find Kingdom. My, finally give my question. We should give away Kentucky yeah, Kingdom probably. today. All right. Kentucky Kingdom is up for grabs today. If you've not won in the last 30 days, you or someone from your household have not won in the last 30 days. You're 18 years of age or older. You qualify to win. If you can text the correct response and be from those we draw among with the correct response, text to 270-259-6000. Text 270-259-6000. 10% of us admit, admit we eat this for breakfast. 10% of us admit we eat this for breakfast. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 10% admit we eat this for Breakfast. This could be anything. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. So is it specific and not a food group? It is specific. Okay. Harry Styles and Morgan Wallen. Probably two individuals you thought I would not mention in the same story. Are the latest to be hit with thrown objects on stage. Harry Styles got hit in the eye by an overzealous fan. And Morgan Wallen was hit by a cowboy boot. Now, the difference between those two individuals, Morgan Wallen grabbed the boot and threw it back. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with you young people. I will presume they're young people that are doing this. But you're going to ruin concerts for yes. everyone. You're going to you're going to cause chicken wire to be put up like a famous Blues Brothers uh, movie move where they put chicken wire up in front of the performers to keep people from throwing things at them while on stage. It's ridiculous uh, and it's dangerous. And I don't know who's decided that it's a good idea. Uh, Was it just because he was wearing this jersey? Maybe. I, I mean, no, I don't think so. I think it's this deal. Sign my boot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think, I think some people are just mm-hmm. so dense, they've not seen the news that goes, "Don't do this." No matter mm-hmm. whether you're well-meaning or not, the artists do not appreciate it. The artists are no longer going to play along when you throw something on the stage. So, I mean, what's the expectation there? So you take off your boot, you throw it up there, and you're hoping that the artist will stop what they're doing. Right. Find a writing utensil (laughs) and Mm -hmm. sign your boot. Maybe they'll pull a Sharpie out of their boot and sign your boot and then send it back. I'm glad that he threw it back. Whoever was the first person that took the phone from the audience and did the selfie and then handed it back. Yeah. You know... If you've got little kids, sometimes you start things that seem like they're fun, and then you realize the third time you go, oh, no, what have I started? Mm -hmm. That's what this is. This is you. You rewarded bad behavior by giving someone that you took a selfie with their phone and said, look, you've got a selfie of me. Then it it became currency or a trading card type of thing, and everybody else thought they would do it, and it just spiraled (laughs) into something else. I mean, so what happened to, like, didn't people used to, like, throw bras and panties on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so come, that a, quit. We come a long way from the Teddy well, Pendergrass yeah, that, era. Right? Still, I, I did see, you know, our good friend L.V. Shane. He posted that he, he had oh, that wow. happen to him earlier this well, month. I think when he was down at the CMT Fest. So those don't hurt, but, I mean, a boot could hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if I was him, too, I'd have taken the boot and I'd have thrown it backstage. I mean, like, if you're the one wearing this, you're going to have to now leave this. <laughs> you're going to have to leave this show with one boot on. Well, video now is, yeah, that's right. I would have just kept the that boot. That is pretty mm, good. Thanks, that's mine. 
Uh, and maybe I, maybe you start keeping the phones, like people that throw the phones up there. So, okay, well, thanks for the phone. But I don't, I'm not sure what the solution is to this. You can't, you can't put enough security in a concert where it's the ratio is mm-hmm. two to one because then, you know, ticket prices are already astronomical. They would get even higher. I don't know how good video surveillance is, you know, because now they can come back and punish people. They can, they're well, better now at dark. finding who did That's something. That's thing. right. But it's dark. And then in a sea of people, it's nearly impossible to find out. I do like Pink. You know, Pink is an older artist, and she, uh, the other night, she was singing a cover. I didn't know she did this. She does uh, Bob Dylan's Make You Feel My Love, which we used in our wedding. And uh, Bob Dylan's song, Garth's done it, Adele did it, and apparently Pink does it in her live show. She stopped after the intro, and she said, I'm feeling nervous. You all just entertain yourselves for a few minutes. I'm going to go over here and eat chocolate and calm down. And so I she like did. It. She just went over there and ate some chocolate to calm her nerves, I so mean, she could can- concentrate better. Eat chocolate, take a nap. That's you exactly you. right. Megan Rapinoe announces she's retiring after the Women's World Cup. So the Women's World Cup team boarding a plane, going to Australia for the um, for the World Cup. She will retire after the Women's World Cup that finishes 38. the end of the month. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's an older athlete. I mean, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's old for an athlete. Well, she's got great skin. Uh, I did think the Babylon Bee posted a picture of Anderson Cooper and then said Megan Rapinoe. And I'm like, they, I can see where sometimes she has that platinum hair mm-hmm. instead of the blue hair that she's got. I also read where the Washington, D.C. bars are going to stay open 24-7 during the Women's World Cup. So it's all going to be turned upside down where the women are going to be playing while we're supposed to be sleeping. But for people in the D.C. area that want to stay up all night and cheer on the women's team, they are going to be – you'll be able to go out. And there will be people that will do that. There absolutely will be people that I, – I, I mean, I hope none of them are lawmakers that need to be going doing the nation's <laughs> business the following day. <laughs> but I wouldn't rule it out. See Mitch McConnell in there with his <laughs> his hair dyed like Megan Rapinoe and, and getting it blue. and uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see that happening. By the way, refresher on our water cooler question. Text your answer to 270 10% of us admit to we eat this for breakfast. Text your answer. We'll figure out a winner coming up next here on In the Know. Win your baby. MB's point to ponder for today. What product or service is way more expensive than it needs to be? What product or service is way more expensive than it needs to be? Now, there are things that are expensive that you understand. Oh, I know why that's expensive. Mm-hmm. I thought of something that I wondered. I've not really drilled down on it too far to figure it out. But I think cosmetic surgery, I think, is more expensive than it needs to be. Because you're playing to people, they're playing to people's vanity, uh-huh. and it's a specialty, and it's 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 a discretionary income thing rather than a necessity for the most part. You might be in an accident or something. You but might have again, to have reconstructive do you, surgery. Do you, do you want to risk paying? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. But I mean, I, I I think that they they are able to hold their price mm-hmm. point high. Absolutely. Because if you want it. Bad enough, you will afford it. They don't have to go, they don't have to discount it to incentivize people to get right. it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a category that's probably. Yes, yeah, I was little, thinking along the lines of those things. You were, yeah, just the, mm-hmm. the, the things that appeal to people that 
there are things that appeal to people's vanity or their pocketbook or their brain or their dopamine or whatever those things. But that's a very people who are people who are vain basically throw out all caution when it comes to money. As you know, like whatever it takes. As someone who worked in a restaurant and learned about the cost is some restaurants pricing on fountain drinks is outrageous. Like when you're getting above three dollars oh, yeah. that's where it's like and it costs you like three cents. There's like so much labor. Profit. There's so much labor hidden in the soft drink now. Yes. And that's where it's getting to the point now where it's like if it's if it's getting closer to that three dollar mark and even like, you know, the fast food restaurant that had the dollar now is a dollar twenty nine. When you it's go like through the drive th- when you go through the drive through and you order a combo meal. The combo meals have gotten very expensive without a doubt. Uh, say they're $10, $10, $11 by the time it's all said and done. All right, just this is a round number. And you think, well, I mean, I did get a large fry, and well, it's a big sandwich and whatever. You go, okay. But then when you cruise through there and you just order a large Diet Coke and they say three forty nine, please, and you go, What? So they're they're putting. You used to be. It wasn't that long ago. You could buy an entire combo meal for less than what the large drink costs now. And they're hiding costs over there. That's mm-hmm. what they're they're inflating the cost of that singular thing. Well, and my combo sandwich is quite a bit smaller. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yep. Yeah, there's without a doubt, there's some shrinkage going on in there. All right, today's um, today's water cooler question was 10% of us admit we eat this for breakfast. And the answer was ice cream. Now, I knew mm. I saw some yeah. ice creams when I skimmed, but I think mm. the odds on favorite was cold pizza. I think most, uh, a lot of people said cold, cold yeah, pizza or day old pizza. I think that percentage is way higher. Me too. Yeah, Put I think. Beans. Okay, that's well, a very British thing is to eat beans for breakfast. Oh, I, I had green beans, spaghetti, and dog food. Green beans, spaghetti, and dog food. Interesting. That's the 10% is a little high on dog food, I think. I would go maybe 1% on dog food. Some people actually prepare their food, like their dog's food, so maybe they eat uh, breakfast with them. I, I got, yeah. One I to six. Possible. One to six, I'll say five. 9494. If your phone number ends Ooh. in 9494, we will contact you after the show. you got a good number, 9494. I like that. I bet people, when they give your number, they look at you funny, like when I give my phone number, and they look at me like, really? Like, yeah, that's really my number. Did you want to give it so people yeah, know? I was say, or how, how, how far are we going here? I'm good without it. You know, I got by for a long time with it well, here, being pretty I, we, well I, hidden. It starts with 270. Give you that. Ooh, now you've narrowed it down. <laughs> on television tonight, uh, on A&E, the season two premiere of Secrets of Playboy, on A&E, the series premiere of Secrets of Miss America, A&E <sighs> telling all the secrets tonight. Uh, next thing you know, they'll be telling Victorious. Claim to fame on ABC, uh, Stars on Mars on Fox, BBQ Brawl on Food Network, and People Magazine investigates on the ID channel, the season seven premiere. I'm pretty sure that we learned Victoria's Secret. Uh, yeah. It was created just... by a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, sure. That's the song. They just called it Vic. <laughs> Vic Secret. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1940, during World War II, the Battle of Britain began. In 1509, theologian John Calvin, a key figure in the Protestant Reformation, was born in Francais. American paper currency was reduced in size by 25% this date in 1929. Your your dollar bills and such used to be bigger than they are now. In 2015, the South Carolina pulled the Confederate flag from its place of honor at the Statehouse after more than 50 years. 
Birthdays today, Mavis Staples is 84, Arlo Guthrie is 76, Bella Fleck is 65, Sophia Vergara is 51, Jessica Simpson is 43. You you missed a good day yesterday of Tom Hanks and Mark Stoops. Tom Hanks and Mark Stoops? Yesterday, wow. yeah. I was a little, little disappointed there wasn't one because I felt like if there was a, a pair that you'd want to mention more, it would have been those two. <laughs> Without a doubt. Gone but not forgotten, Adolphus Bush, born in 1839. Nikola Tesla, born in 1856. Who do you attribute the invention of radio to, Tesla or Marconi? Marconi. You give it to Marconi? All right. He has the awards. There aren't the Tesla awards, are there? No, they have a car company. 1920, David Brinkley, the journalist. 1921, Eunice Kennedy Shriver. Jumping Gene Simmons in 1937. Chart toppers. Three coins and a fountain. The four aces, number one in 1954. I can tell you all are really happy that I played the four aces. I'm kind of glad that you did it behind the others. I got it. I was I was multitasking. Yeah. 1963, the Chiffons, One Fine Day. Oh. It's a little quiet. I think I caught it on the fade out. Yeah. Oops. Let's go to 1972. <laughs> Billy Preston, number one, without a space. Sounds like out of space. And I must play this one. 1981, Kim Carnes, number one, with Betty Davis eyes. Hold on, in vogue in 90. Jennifer Lopez, if you had my love, number one in 99. Leona Lewis, bleeding love in 08. Bruno Mars, that's what I like, number one in 2017. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Says, build a life that you don't need a vacation from. Build a life that you don't need a vacation from. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.